Alright, we back in the game after numerous hours of troubleshooting, after numerous trials and errors. I don't, I don't know. It's pretty they bad. They can't hold us back. All that cancellation for absolutely nothing. Wasting y'all time 2021. Man. What it is, what it is. Oh, yeah. Now I remember what you were saying. We was talking about, you was talking about how you got drunk in New Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. So it was like a few years ago. Um, and, you know, Bourbon Street. If you haven't been, that's the most free fun I ever had. And um, it's just going from, it's like this long street. And on each side of the street, it's like a club, 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 club. People just going out of one club, going into the next club the whole night. Um, one thing about Bird Street, um, the lights cut off at a certain part. And uh, I didn't know this. And I see people like drinking and everything. And it goes from like straws to like um, straws with dicks on them. And I'm oh, like, ooh, no. hold up. <laughs> all the lights are like cut off at a certain part. And what I found out is like that's where all the, the gay people are. Uh-oh, they hang out that the homosexual New Orleans. Wait, no. <laughs> what 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 is that even called? I'm trying to think about that right quick. Cause you got you got, you got Louisiana fast. What you call that? Louisiana gay hole. Louisiana Louisiana. Hey, what I know. Rosa Parks didn't die for that to be in the back. <laughs> oh. We, we we you don't went from Louisiana fast to Louisiana homo. <laughs> so so it's the end of the night or whatever and I'm drunk I forgot where my hotel's at and um, you know New Orleans is much fun as I had it's a, it's a very dangerous place too you know especially if you're not street smart so I was walking around I got out of Bourbon Street uh, I was trying to walk to a nearest something that I could recognize. And I seen McDonald's and uh, New Orleans, you know, full of homeless people too. So there was this guy that was in front of McDonald's, you know, trying to get some money. So I walked up to him drunk and I was like, hey, look, bro, this is what we about to do. I'm drunk. You hungry. So we can both eat. So we're going to go in here. And buy whatever you want. I just need help getting to my hotel. So looking back on it, oh man, that was totally dangerous. I definitely showed my card per se. Because he could have been like, Yeah, I'm about to go ahead and get this free meal. I'm about to rob you, nigga. So <laughs> anyway, we uh we went, oh, we ate. Man. You said what? No, I said all phoning me. On phone and gray. So anyway, <laughs> like like I was saying, we went and um, he was telling me about his story, this and that, things he'd been through, you know. And I vaguely told him about myself just just in case this went south because I'm drunk, but not so drunk to where I'm like, you know, won't try to fight this nigga if I got to. So anyway, 
um, we get done with with our meal. I'm like, hey, bro, I think my hotel's name is blah blah blah, and I can take it from there. So he definitely walked me around the area to where my where I could remember where my hotel was at, you know. And I thanked him and I went about my way, you know. But looking back on that story, bro, that story could have went five million different directions, where I could have ended up dead oh, or whatever. Bro, you're you not kidding, though, because, like, I seen a comedian talk about that. I don't know if he was exaggerating, but I feel like he was telling the truth. I, I ain't never been to Louisiana, but my story, when I get drunk, is going to be a little bit funnier, to be honest with you. But before oh, I get into no. that, so so I seen a special, right? He was talking about, I don't remember what it was called, but I know, I know it's on Netflix. I, I'm pretty sure the special I seen was on Netflix, but he said he was in, like, some something called The Fourth Yard or something. In, in Louisiana somewhere, I don't know. He was over in that part, and like he was over there, and they was about to get robbed, and like him and his 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 friend would play fight, but he found out his friend was was not really play fighting because somebody was really trying to rob them, mind you. Here's what the thing was. He didn't know his friend was gay. So his friend said to the robber, you try to rob me. He, he essentially says some real homosexual. It's like, I'm actually gay. I'm really homosexual. He liked dick. And I'm just like, wait, wait. <laughs> that whole special ain't seen right. Because I guess him and his friend were always drunk. So he never knew his friend was trying to come out the closet to him. But it came out during the robbery. Because after Oh, he, no. Like no, but but no no back to the back to the drunk story the real life Aaron story see see most people get drunk and get happy most people get drunk and get mad almost every normal person that gets drunk has a sad or happy emotional reaction what does Aaron get oh no oh no I get none of those I get Every now and then I'll get the depression, but you know what I get nine times out of ten when I get drunk? What? I start to clean the house. Oh, you got some your your roots go back to uh old slave days, huh? I don't know why. Homies <laughs> <laughs> can vouch for you because they this Tim's response, I put on the Bing Crosby. Tim not even worried. He's like, what you doing, boss? No, I'm playing that jet. Like, meanwhile, I'm in the kitchen after hit, hitting this bottle of tequila. I think I was drinking Captain Morgan. And, like, I start playing Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra have it my way while I wash these damn dishes. That's oh, not right. Bro That's got on. Right. Hey, bro got on a whole apron out here. That's, that ain't right, bro. I don't know how many times I got to tell y'all to clean underneath the toilet, too. I don't even think that. I think the bad part is I ain't never cleaned the bathroom when I was drunk. The only thing you go see me do is either wash dishes, sweep, mop, and maybe, maybe, just maybe clean the bathroom. It's very rare, though. Oh, man. It's some some stuff, bro. So low key, you are domesticated. Oh, no, <laughs> hey, women! Hey, women are listening to to this. Only thing I gotta do is get this nigga drunk. He about to clean. Oh God! 
oh god leave me alone i'm not <laughs> i'm not trying to deal with that i think the joke was that's not that you you saying that but my mama used to use that as a mechanism like after she found out because remember this was still before i was legal drink so like after my mama said she was, oh you want some alcohol here you go here you go here Hell no. Here go. Wait, what? i'm 17 wait what so what age did that start I'm not gonna lie, it kind of did start when I was 17. You know what? I don't believe you. I'm just throwing that out there. It's hard to explain it where you come from. I, I give you, I give you the proof. I have a Jamaican family, so we don't like they don't really care as much as as long as you're after the age of like 16 and that and whatnot. Because like when you in the islands. You 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 gonna see like fourteen year olds and fifteen year olds drinking Heineken like that's not even like that's not even abnormal like you will go over there you will go to a store and you will see something that looks like a twelve year old or someone that looked like a twelve year old drinking a bottle of tequila and you just gonna look at them like how who the fuck raised you so I'm gonna repeat what I'm just saying that's the reason why I don't believe you that it was seventeen. I feel like once you could walk or whatever, your mom pour some Hennessy and a little cup, and you had a little. You know how parents buy like the the little mop set oh, or no. the little broom set for little kids. Oh God! Oh God! I feel like that's how she had you, and you had a oh. little cup of Hennessy, drunk. No, bro. No, bro. Never. Never, never that. Never that, because I had to evolve into that. Because, like, see, when I first started drinking, it wasn't like that. Because even, even Timmy could tell you, when I first started, like, really getting to drink alcohol, it was never like that. As a matter of fact, it was worse. I just ended up taking the whole bottle being like, I can handle this. I'm the man, bro. I'm the man out here. I'm out here drinking half of the bottle. The next day, I'm puking the whole morning. So, like, I pretty much couldn't hold my liquor, but kept doing it anyways. And then, like, it was at some point in time during that I'm about to vomit that I got I got my hold on it. And then once my body got the hold on it, it was like, it's time to clean. It's time to clean. <laughs> heal the house because you won't heal your liver, nigga. Heal the house. <laughs> I, I was a um, I was a late bloomer when it came to drinking. And and stuff and um, dude, ooh, around two thousand seventeen, I'll say from two thousand sixteen to two thousand, um, dude, I, bro, they used to call me the bar. Oh no, yeah, dude, I used to every week. I used to buy up a, a bunch of liquor. Like I look like the bar. Different whatever different stuff you wanted. Oh, so you say I, I, I come I, up in the, I came up to where your spot was at. I'm just like, oh look at that Paul Masson. Wait a minute. He got Incredible Hulk. Wait, wait a minute. You a bartender, bro. Stop. We going What back. do you know about Incredible Hulk, dude? That's <laughs> man boy. <laughs> Yo drink. I know people say what do you know about it? Because you're only blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, that's a that's a drink drink. To me, it is. 
And I ain't even gonna lie, I, I ain't even drank that before. I think the only thing I've ever mixed with my alcohol was vodka, Cinnabon. And don't ask me about that. I put the tequila on the Cinnabon and put the vodka after. It was a bad idea. I know it was bad. I just wanted to see what happens when you have alcoholic Cinnabon. It was it was horrible. Oh, you sound like you was high or doing crack or something. No, nah, bro, it was my birthday, and I was like, I had never had Patrol before, and I kept hearing that, you know, the Kendrick Lamar pussy in Patrol make it feel all right, and I was like, I'm going to put this puss, I'm going to put this Patrol on the cinema. So, no pussy, just Patrol. So I mean, the cinema is supposed to be sweet like pussy. Pussy is supposed to be sweet like cinema. It was the next Don't closest thing. ever disrespect pussy again. I was you know, it would have been funny if I said don't disrespect Cinnabon again. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Oh no. So so yeah. Um I used to man have all the drinks and I used to have all the food, like used to cook and have drinks because I mean my grandma she used to always have people over, you know, like way before COVID, you know, for any major holiday or whatever. And I kind of wanted that. But I soon realized when you get older, most people around you are moochers. Most people. I mean, you get some genuine ones that, you know, are trying to work with you or blah, blah, blah. But it seems like most people are moochers trying to get what you want. And when I stopped supplying the drink and the food, I realized, huh, Nobody really uh, invites me anywhere like I invited them into my home. And um, two, uh, you know what? Once I stopped supplying stuff, people stopped coming by. And it was for the better. That's true, though. That's true. It's the factuals. That's how it be sometimes. I think what's what's weird with what you just said, like you had all of it came through, is that not ever, for the majority of my life, every time I've been drinking alcohol, smoking weed, any time, any activities that is not supposed to be done or can lead to addiction, it was never me that copped it. And if I did cop it, it was because of other reasons. But ninety nine percent of the time, like the first time I ever tried weed, I went, to, I was, a, I was, a, I was, a, um. I was studying for my GED, and it was a dude. I like, mind you, this was in the time when, like, do you, do you remember when MLG videos were popular? 420 Blaze It, and, and, and like, they had the Jesus RIP rest in pepperoni. This was, this was during that time of YouTube. I don't think I remember that, honestly. There was a lot of things going on with YouTube saying what I'm saying, and it was like a bunch of like Snoop Dogg memes going, smoke weed every day in the middle of them. They were very weird videos. Nonetheless, because I had seen these videos because of my homie in, in, in New York, uh, I seen them, and I'll go to the, I'll go to the classes, and like 99% of the time, I'm just either watching the videos, or I'm being stupid talking about smoke weed every day. So I started saying, and I ain't know the drug dealer right next to me. So next thing I know, he like, you need a sample? You want a sample when you gonna cop for me, bro? 
you to cough for me. I've been saving it for about a week now. I guess he got sick of it. Next thing I know, I'm coming out the bathroom. He give me a dime bag. And it's like I'm like, I ain't never rolled this before. I'm talking about that 420, but smoke weed every day. I'm like, man, I'm talking about YouTube. You know, next thing I know, I'm smoke like. And the sad thing is, I've smoked before. I just never really learned how to roll. <laughs> That's hilarious. But anyways, so he gave me the blank, rolled up the blank for free. Next thing I know, everybody in my class want a match, but I don't know what the f- that means. So now everyone's smoking me out, and I'm just sitting here like chief and champion. I'm gonna go one after one after one. And meanwhile, I'm still listening to Flatbush Zombies. Now I'm saying they do it every day. It was just bad. I think the I think the funniest part about that, bro, is like it was never me trying to mooch off people. People was just like, "Yeah, bro, I need somebody to smoke with." Yeah, bro, I was just sitting there like, what? "I'm in college. This is the life. I'm, I'm right. my G. This the way, bro. This the one for me." Except that one time, but I ain't gonna lie. This one time, and I I I don't even think I had asked for it, but I think what had happened was. He thought I wanted some because he seen me smoke in the school. Gave me the stank face. Like, we're going to fight next time. The dealer that ain't even my dealer who, who gave me a free one, they have a whole box of it. And I find out that this dude is the dealer's. How do I So the dealer had a baby mama, and the dude who thought I wanted his blue was. Next. Boyfriend of the baby mama. And next thing I know he's he's trying to fight me. My my, my the dealer come through. He ready to I didn't even know that the dealer was a boxer. I find out right after that dude it's not Whoa. the dealer, the dealer who gave me the blunt the first time was like he was like junior champion or some shit. I don't even know what you call that. Fuck out, that was horrible. Or like golden gloves or something? Yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> So when I seen that, it was just so fast. Like, I'm like, oh, shit, thanks for this. I don't want no fight. Next thing I know, he's like, no, don't worry. I got this. It's time to turn into Sugar Ray Leonard. Wait, what? <laughs> how do we get here? How, how do we get here? Next thing I know, the campus security on deck, they mopping this boy up. They like, yeah, yeah, we got to very quick. But yeah, that's that, that's my experience with last drug alcohol. Only kept bringing that Bacardi and that goddamn fireball, and I became Consuela, the housemaid. So, yeah, good time and bad. Man, that's really funny. I don't even know how we do so. My first time with marijuana was last year. Oh, damn. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I should have been with somebody. Um, so it goes a little something like this. I knew this girl who sold edibles or whatever. And I always joked around when people talked about weed, I always said, you know, I always want my first time to be an edible. You know, I don't care for smoking. So I want my first time to be edible. Mm. And um, so I got edible. And what do people who sell edibles always tell you? 
I said, don't no. eat the whole thing. Oh, no. Go see little bites. So, me, I was uh, outside. It was summer. You know, it was nice outside. I'm sorry, not last year, the year before. And it was nice outside. I was sitting there, and I'm telling you, it was a very, 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 very small amount of alcohol. I was just, like, barely sipping outside, listening to jazz music, chilling. So, um, I take a piece of the edible, you know, a small piece, and it, and it, it was cool. And I waited, I think I waited like an hour. And I was like, huh. So then, you know how you start doing math on stuff that you're not supposed to do math on because you think you understand it? Mm-hmm. Maybe not math, but anatomy too. I want, I want to say I was like, stuff you're not supposed to be doing in your head. Yeah, I was like, so I ate this little piece. And I weigh this much, so that'll probably affect the person that was this small. So, I think you can see how this went. End up, end up eating the whole thing. Um, still cool. Uh, I was cool, you know, blah blah blah, whatever. Hours go by, because you know, if you're bigger or whatever. It takes you more time to digest some something than a smaller person did would, and I'm a bigger guy, so man, bro, I end up going to bed. This was like three hours Damn. past, you know. So I'm in bed. I wake up. You know how an old TV is, like when you start it, and like those lines until it gets into focus. That's how it was when I woke up. Everything was was like looking like that, like fuzzy, moving, crazy. Oh, you got the shroom so, vision, and you wasn't even off the shroom. Oh. Dude, dude, it was animated. I ain't even gonna lie to you. You know what's crazy? Well, the first time I ate shrooms, like everybody always that go? did. One sec. So I wake up and I'm like, whoa, I'm high. So this is what it's like. So I'm in the room, just kind of looking around, not doing too much. And then I'm like, all right, being high was cool. I'm going to go ahead and try to go to bed so I can wake up and be all right. Thinking that I can turn the high off by going back to sleep. So, my ass tried to go back to sleep. It worked for a second, but I was just, I was just up. So then I got really, really paranoid. Um, uh, I was looking out the door of my room, and my door got further and further away. I was still in bed, but my door looked like a mile away, and like the room got darker. And, like, everything just seemed like it was, like, almost like a spotlight effect, you know? Like, it's just you here and blah, blah, blah. Um, other than that, 
Uh, so then once that phase over, I got super hungry, super like, bro, I felt like a bottomless pit. So I, <laughs> I ordered some, some tacos from somewhere earlier that day, man, destroyed it, destroyed stuff like tuna and peanut butter and just eating all types of stupid stuff. Ooh. So then when I was cool with that, I was like, all right, I'm going to try and go to bed. The only thing that I wish I would have did was try and make a beat. But anyway, I ended up trying to get back in the bed. Um, Then something told me to put on my watch. Check my heart rate, bro. That was the craziest thing that I decided to do. I put on my watch. Um... And everything started to get hotter and hotter and hotter. My body temperature was was rising. My heart rate was rising. I seen it was like um, 80, 88, 90, 102, 110, 115, 145. What in the cardiac arrest? And 145. I'm I'm working out pretty hard. I'm running. I'm sprinting. You know. So um once it started to go up to 100, I'm like, you gotta cool down. You gotta cool down. You gotta calm yourself down. You gotta calm your heart rate down. You know, so you have you ever seen the movie, right? Oh, a movie, what? the Ray Charles. I movie? ain't gonna lie, no. I've seen I've seen some of it, but I ain't ever finished it. Wow, shame on you, shame on you. That's a classic. It was a long time. Ago. <laughs> so anyway, there's this uh, part in in the movie with Ray Charles where he's on heroin and he's struggled through that. And there was this point where he was um, in the bathtub because he was going through withdrawals and all this and that. Long story short, I ended up getting butt naked, turning on the shower, let the cold water run, and I'm checking my watch every two seconds to see my heart rate go down. Like, I was in the water, and I couldn't feel how cold it was, and I had it all the way yeah, on. Here, no, just like, please make it stop. I can't feel it, man. dude. Dude, I'm like, so this is what Smokey felt like on Friday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it wasn't nothing in it, but bruh, the way my body reacted to this. So, 145 is when I was at my hottest. Like in my head, I felt like I was boiling this cold water that's hitting my body. Well, I'm sitting in the tub. Um, so I end up. Uh, Yo, is that the dog fixed out? Yeah, I'm trying to move her out. Of I the swear way. they didn't even sound like the dog. It just sounded like a girl. It sounded like an old man, right? <laughs> Get out of here, oh, girl. What's up, it's Sunny. I just wanted my biscuit. <laughs> So I ended up, you know, heart, I mean, my heart rate finally went down. You know, it got super low. 
Like, I still have a picture of it. It was like 145 at its highest and 130 at its lowest. I know it probably wasn't 100% accurate, but I feel like it was like at least 95% accurate because I had to have been freaking out. Mm-mm. I don't know, bro. When that's the, I be hearing about how people be doing that, but I be like, how is this happening to y'all? Because like, with me in the shrooms, and I had never tried shrooms. I, I'm a, I ain't even gonna lie to you. And I ate them joints. It was like this is disgusting. This tastes like mud. Why did these taste so nasty? And then like I think it was crazy. Is it hit? But when it hit, I didn't get like it was like you start to see God, bro. You gonna be on a different wavelength, bro. You gonna see things you ain't never seen before. You wanna know what I seen after I ate them shrooms? I did not see none of that. This is what I seen. You know how like you. Optical illusion videos you can watch and like the wall to start going in on itself. That's what mm-hmm. happened. And then the only other thing that happened during that whole entire time, and I'm not I'm like this isn't like me just saying, "Oh yeah, you ate a gram of shrimp." No, bro, it was like little. It was like a bowl. It was a bowl, right? And I ate the whole bowl. It's me after the bowl, and then like I eat that bowl. And then I'm just I'm just looking at the wall and the wall's going in on it. So I think the only thing that changed when I, I ate the shrooms is like I was a little bit more caring or loving. That was about it. But other than that, no, not really. Because I went right I went right to my girl's apartment and I'm like, nope, I need to go see my baby. Let me go see my baby. That's literally that's what happened after I need to go see my baby. But what what's crazy though? Too of what you were saying, like I don't think I told you before about honey. So honey never smoked weed before, and I guess like his dad got. I feel like he got laced weed because what he did the moment he called what experiencing didn't sound like someone who smoked weed. And this is what Hunter told me he did. He got a bowl. He took a gram. Smoked Next thing Hunter knows, he's like, oh, it's not hidden yet. I, don't, I wonder why. He hits it again. He hits it again. I wonder why the weed's still not hidden. Next thing I know, Hunter calls me. Yeah, except you ate an edible, which means it took some time and surprised you. Hunter smoked it, and it happened within minutes, and he didn't know what was going on. Like, he, like how are you going to smoke it and then not expect to be high afterwards? What, what is wrong with you? But, but no. That, that ain't the problem. The problem is, this was the problem. I get a call at like 5 p.m. And he's just he's just screaming, Aaron, Aaron, I don't feel good. I should have done this. Aaron, Aaron, everything's floating. I'm going to float up in the air, Aaron. Next thing I know, Hunter tells me he's on the floor. This is what he tells me he's doing. I'm trying. Like, this is what he tells me happens, actually. He says, when he called me, he was on the floor grabbing at the tile, trying to not float away because of how high he was. And then he's like, Yeah, bro, I'm pretty sure it was that good weed. No, bro, somebody put some weed, somebody put some crack in there's a PCP in there. I don't know what you got, bro. That don't sound like weed. What what are you talking about, bro? How did you get here, bro? This is not it. it. They don't. They don't all float down here. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I really do regret not being with somebody during during all of it. But I'm proud of myself that you know I was able to 
I did call one of my bros and he kind of talked me down, you know. Mm-hmm. He talked, talked me down off off the edge and I'm like, bro, I don't know if I need to call the ambulance. What? My blood, I mean, my blood, I mean, not blood, but my uh, heart rate was 145. I don't feel cold water anymore. Like, like this is crazy. How, how the water gets so how water gets so numb. Why does my feel like pain? Bro, Let me stop. Bro, I'm in the water and I feel like I'm boiling this cold water, frigid water. I turned it all the way to the opposite sides where the cold water is at and I'm not flinching. It's like what in the icy hot is going on here? Yeah, bro. Like I feel my body like shivering. But I don't feel it. Mm-mm. Bad time. Bad time. Man, it is what it is. I ain't gonna lie to you. Shoot, I don't even got no more drug stories. That's about it. You go, Hunter. Yeah, that, yeah, that's 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 about it for me too. Um, back when I used to drink, you know, heavy, I used to smoke a black and mild because that kind of it kind of smooths it kind of smooths you out. When you, when you do it like that, facts, facts. You know, you. But outside of that, yeah, I'm kind of cool on the drugs and all yeah. that. I feel you. I feel you. It is what it is. So you brought up something earlier. Um, you talked about your, your drug dealer or whatever was a boxer. And uh, you brought up uh, Mike Tyson. Oh, no. Oh, no. He used to talk about how uh, Mike Tyson been through through some things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, what I was saying was, so, like, Mike Tyson had a masturbation addiction and he was talking about it. I don't, I really don't remember who it was, but like he was legit saying that while he was married in the house, he was beaten off so much that his wife called an intervention because he had scams on his dick. How do you do that to yourself? What are you masturbating with, bro? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Hold, 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 hold up. Hold up. My young Jedi, because uh, when I was a young lad, uh, let let me tell you something. When I was first introduced to a titty, oh boy, man, or some porn or whatever, dude. I yeah, there, there's been a few times in my young adolescent days where I was like, ooh, I gotta give that a break. Yeah, tore the skin off of that. That ain't good. That man doing circumcision <laughs> at home. Oh, not the circumcision <laughs> masturbation. What the? <laughs> Call the doctor. <laughs> I'm recircumcising myself again. Anyway, um, anyway. <laughs> oh, no, that ain't that ain't. Oh yeah, yeah. So the thing is, it's it's possible, you know. We when you when you wasn't uh, when lotion wasn't available, 
you know, or whatever. You get you get the job done regardless. Now, back to Mike Tyson. Strong ass Mike Tyson. Oh no. I you I look, I I, I was a kid and I was like, woo, I probably just need to slow down or take a day off or something. Now you a grown man. I can only imagine what his wife witnessed out of this grown man. We all know how overly aggressive Mike Tyson is. And I'm not trying to paint no visual of anybody thinking about Mike Tyson beating his dick. But if he beat <laughs> if he beat his dick how how he beat his opponents, oh yeah. I yeah. He probably needed an intervention. Because he uh he he's not all the way there in the head. I feel like just now he's starting to come around and trying to use logic and blah blah blah. But Mike Tyson back then that nobody could say anything to, that he's a, a lion and and a bear and all this and that, and nobody can stop him, blah blah blah. Man. Mm-mm. Uh, it sounds scary. That story alone that you just told sounds very scary. Because I don't feel like I feel like I was like uh, mine was like abrasion of the skin. He had get a little conversation old. with bro. He had that interview with Terry Crews. With Crews, oh, bro. Wow. Did you? Yeah, American I'm just trying era. to remember how how he got to there, bro. Because Terry Crews is like one of the more like Terry Crews is one of the more like you know like like more on the on the on the safer side of celebrity. Though I, I, I don't know. He's like he's like as far as his safeness and people like him, he's like the black version of the Rock. Yeah. I don't know if that's no, that, incorrect that's, to say. That's a good example, but I just. And, but I'm just thinking about that, bro. I'm I'm trying to remember because I know they were smoking because I think that was the, the hot boxing podcast or something. I'm like, I'm just like, how did y'all get to that part of the combo, bro? How did y'all get? How do y'all go from whatever bro, y'all was talking about? The camp, listen, bro. Listen, dog. Listen, dog. Listen, man. Just think of the word scabs. <laughs> <laughs> Remember falling off of your bike, you know, and your legs oh. bleeding, and you know, you get a scab. Mind, you I pick. think I know how we got a there. scab. A scab? You gotta be kidding me! A scab? Scabs is not like yeah. a scratch, you know. Scabs are like. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there has to be a certain diameter. Yeah. Oh, that's why, that's why it threw me off, bro. The 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 amount of assaulting you would have to do to yourself to do that. Like you could get a scrape on your dick for masturbating. That's understandable. But he got scared. And and and, it, and it's plural. You know, it's not like oh man, you keep messing up the scab. Scab. Yeah, bro. Uh, wait, that, that that don't that don't. Oh, bro, something about this just ain't right, bro. Oh, it ain't. Yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel like he grabs some sandpaper and just go to town. Mm-hmm. Like, 
if it if it doesn't <laughs> if he doesn't beat his opponent, no matter even if it's himself, <laughs> no. <laughs> he's not satisfied until somebody no, bleeds. No. I feel like that. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to beat my dick like I beat a van. <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to beat my dick like a stole something. What? what? <laughs> no, bro. That just ain't right, bro. Just, that just ain't right. Mike Tyson used to think of some crazy stuff to get in his head. Before he fought somebody. And you know who else did that? Jordan. Jordan used to think of some real foul things. Like, uh, how, how can I put You're it in perspective? Michael, you ever? Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you know how on Waterboy, he used to uh, visualize somebody talking about his mama or something like, like that? Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan was the same way, but on 20. Michael Jordan used to visualize, okay, okay, but you over here talk, talking about my mama, blah, 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 and you never even met this dude, and he already has it in his head that you talked about his mama, and you you trying to kill him, and blah, blah, blah. That's how crazy Michael Jordan was. And that's how he beat his opponent because he's like, not only are you not better than me, I will make you eat those words that you didn't say. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. I'm just trying to know how that works out. If he if he accidentally slips up the thoughts in his head and the real and outside, like, how that going to work, bro? How that work? Well, 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 the thing is, people always said, and I think he talked about it too. He he was always able to cut it off after the game, but during the game, oh man, you called him a bitch. You you said many things to him, and you never said a word. Just like Waterboy, Waterboy visualizes, you know, you talking about his mom, and blah blah. And uh, what did Waterboy do? <laughs> you know what Waterboy did. Yeah. Knocked his head. Hey, bro, we need to talk about that. Those movies are underrated. You talking about that was a Happy Gilmore film, right? Bro, yes, why sir. is there not more of those? That's what I want to know. Those were so good, yo. Like, we had Little Nicky. That was Little a classic. Good. It was a demonic classic, but it was still a classic. Still a classic, dude. Like, Still, I don't see no more of those, bro. Like, you got, like, we have, like, a couple or one or two of them, and then, like, every scene, like, they got horrible reviews for them, but they were all good movies. What's so bad about them joints? You know, I feel like a lot of his movies were very biased. You know, I feel like they always, now, I'm just saying, like, there's not a whole lot of movies I see myself going back to unless they're really really good or whatever but his movies are always like you know what I don't I don't feel like watching that I mean I don't feel like watching a long movie or watching a TV show and his movies are always cool they're always good 
quality films, I feel like. That's what I'm saying, bro. But it's like, I don't know. Like, like even for the, um, I think he had one that was called like Huey, Huey something, Huey Halloween or something. And like, when I looked up, because I didn't even know he made another movie. I was like, damn, Adam Sandler ain't making no more films. I see this movie on Netflix. I'm like, oh, it's that time again, y'all. And so like, I seen it. And then I was like, when I go to look up the reviews for it, because I, I was just bored. So I go see the reviews for it. It's like five out of Five out of ten, three out of ten, ten on Rotten Tomato. What is so bad about this movie? Why are y'all hating? I think because everything's compared to the next best thing. If he was in his own genre, I mean, I mean, of course it is in his own genre. But if things were voted based on its genre versus your I feel like he probably got some of the best comedy films by far. By far. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you think about comedy films, if he's not in your top, if he's not in your top three, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, bro. I know there's a lot of people. I know Kevin Hart did his fair share and blah, blah, blah. You know, and even Eddie Murphy, you know, he definitely has done his fair share. But Adam Sandler, like he has the adultish stuff and he got the family stuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, bro. It's it's enough. It's everywhere, bro. It's enough for everybody. Yeah, and I know he's definitely checking the bag for Speaking sure. Speaking of comedy movies slash adult movies, yo, bro, did you ever watch American Psycho? No, I never heard of that. I'm asking because, like, it was like I seen I seen something happen, and I was like, "What am is this? Is this a real thing that happened in the film?" So, like, there's a scene in the film, and I bet you probably seen it without even knowing that you seen it, but during the film. It's a scene where he'll start playing music and there's like a co-worker on the couch and he's playing music and, and he's dancing and everything and describing the, the, the tone of the music and why it's good and stuff. Next thing you know, he, he, he starts saying, because it's time for you to die. And then he pulls out an axe and then axes his friend on the couch. But see, the reason I'm bringing this film up is because when you watch it, you first want to think it's a horror movie. And it kind of does feel like a horror movie a little bit, but the more you watch it, it's almost like dark comedy because I'll give you an example, bro. There's a scene in the film where they're talking about business cards and I shit you not when I say this, he talks about the business cards and then he sees another one of his co-workers business cards and nuts his pants. He just nuts all in his drawers. In, like, I promise you that's what the fuck happened. Like I'm not even I wish I wish I was kidding when I say that, but I've never I don't think there's any person on earth 
who does that in a scene. I don't I don't think the way that I don't know why you would why would you do that for that type of film, bro? Like this is literally what happens. He sees the business card and he's on I, I'm quoting it word for word. Oh my God. The texture, the feel. And then this is at this is after he says all of that and describes all the stuff on the, the font. Oh God, this is amazing. I should this I should you not. This is what he says. <sighs> like the what? What what can that be perceived as other than nothing in your pants? What? How did you? What? Over a business? Because like I watched the film, it was a horror film. See the stuff he does and the reactions. It don't feel like a horror film. I'm not gonna lie. It do be it do be it do be very dark with murder. But what the hell? What is going on, bro? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. American Psycho was a, was a very strange film, to say the least. Oh, you there, bro? Yo. I was like, Yo. did you hear? Because you cried. Did you did cut I off? Cut? I don't know. Well, what was the last thing that that you said? I feel like my what was the last got a little thing fuzzy. Say. Uh, be honest. At one point, it was like, said, I, was, I was talking about American Psycho, and I was like, because I was seeing it was a scene where they had. Oh right, so right, you right, heard the business right. card part at the very. Okay. Right. Uh, the last thing I was is like after he said nothing over the business card, legit making the the sounds of somebody orgasm after seeing and, and describing the business card. It was it was like it's still some murder stuff in there, but it still seemed like a comedy, bro. Because like every single thing he do be contradicting the other. It'd be one scene in the movie where he defended world peace. Like, we need to help the children in Africa and help the homeless. Then he sees someone who's homeless who's asking for money, then decides murder the homeless. Why? Like, I'm not saying it's funny that in real life, but the way they did it in that film made me laugh at some of the murders because the way he was going about it, like, it didn't make no type of sense. 